Hi, this is the podcast channel of Lighthouse Church in Ottawa, Canada. We are a family. We don't do life alone. We are about the one, each and every one. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Our hope and prayer is always for life change. Here is today's message. Be blessed as you listen. So today I'm going to speak on a very interesting topic. Actually, the truth is, is I'm encouraging you today. And I'm going to give you some nuggets that are going to help you in life. Okay, nuggets that will help you in life. God will have me encourage you. So if you don't mind, open your Bible with me very quickly. We'll be opening to a few scriptures. Open your Bible with me very quickly to the book of Proverbs and chapter number 4, verse number 18. Very, very, very popular, common, very well quoted um, verse of scripture. Hallelujah. I'll read from the New King James Version of the Bible. The Bible says, Proverbs chapter 4 and the 18th verse, But the path of the just is like the shining sun that shines brighter and brighter unto the perfect day. I take that again. But the path of the just, King James Version says, like unto uh, a light that shines brighter and brighter onto a perfect day. Today I'll be speaking on the topic, wired to thrive. You are wired to thrive, ladies and gentlemen. You are wired to thrive. We live in a, in a time when there's so much uncertainties and uh, people are not sure what, what, what the future holds. I met a young man where I go to um, do my exercise and he told me, he said, it feels empty, it feels very void, and it's very apprehensive. As if, he didn't want to own up to tell me he was afraid. But saying, I'm very apprehensive. I, I don't know what, what the future is going to hold in for me. I don't know what the future looks like. I, so I told him, I said, well, that was an opportunity to tell him about Jesus anyway. Uh, the Bible says the part of the jail. So I'm going to kind of do a small exposition on this scripture. This, this beautiful morning. Hallelujah. The path of the just is like unto a light shines brighter and brighter unto the perfect day. Please mind the language of scripture. It didn't say unto a perfect day. It said unto the perfect day. Unto the perfect day. Hallelujah. Unto the perfect day, not a perfect day. Praise the Lord. So we are going to look at this and three things I'm going to talk about today. So we're analyzing this path. Don't forget, talking about wired to thrive. We're going to analyze this path. And please just go with me. It's going to be pretty brief. There are three things you need to see there as regards the righteous man. Number one is the fact that the righteous has a path. The righteous has a path. Every one of us have a path. What is that path, ladies and gentlemen? The path is um, what God has ordained for you. What is ordained for you by God. What you want to call your purpose or your your path of destiny, as it were. What God has ordained for you in life. Your purpose is a path. And ladies and gentlemen, please, I need to understand. The Bible says, but the path of the just. Not the many just, but this just one just. Alright, so on the path of you, your path. Okay, the path of you, your path. The path of you, 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 your path. Okay, Bible says is unique. There is a path for you, ladies and gentlemen. It is important for you to know that Solomon's calling is different from that of Elijah. All right, and that I cannot live the life of Solomon if I want to get the result of an Elijah. Okay, it's also important for you to know that Moses' 
um, path is different from that of Solomon. Even though it, it seems as though they were heading the same direction. But ladies and gentlemen, Moses never fought one single war. And all the days of Joshua was war, 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 war. We have different paths, ladies and gentlemen. In other words, we have different purposes in life. I'll read another scripture for you to help buttress this point. Psalm number 40. Psalm 40, very, very quickly. 40th chapter of Psalm. Open your Bibles. Psalm chapter number 40. I'm going to read verse number 5 to verse number 8. Psalm 45 to 8. Bible says, Psalm chapter 40, verse number 5 through 8. Many, O Lord my God, are the one, are your wonderful works, which you have done, and your thoughts towards us cannot be recounted to you in order. In other words, ladies and gentlemen, God's thoughts, which is in, his intention for having you. Now, let me explain this. It does not matter. Uh, let me put it this way. God doesn't experiment. Please take note of that. God does not experiment. Every child born is deliberate by God. It might not be deliberate with men. And guess what, ladies and gentlemen, every man and woman are just channels by which God births destinies. They are not destiny birthers. They are not destiny owners. They are not destiny directors. They are just channels by which God births purpose and births destinies. All right. So the truth, the truth is this. Children are a heritage of God. They are not necessarily a heritage of the parents. They are a heritage of God and they have their own path. So I need you to understand that you have your own path. Your own path is unique, ladies and gentlemen. Moses' path was to move the people, deliver them from the land of Egypt and get them out. Um, Joshua's path was to move them into the promised land, fight wars until he would die. Um, Solomon's path is to enjoy life, enjoy life and acquire women oh, all his life. That was just a joke. All right. But ladies and gentlemen, we all have our path. And please, the truth is this, everything about your life, everything about your life was sorted out before you, show, you showed up. I will take keep, keep reading that scripture. Chapter number 40, verse number 5, it says, Many are your thoughts towards us that cannot be recounted to you in order. If, you, if, if I would declare and speak of them, they are more than can be numbered. In other words, ladies and gentlemen, every activity, plan, every project, every every event, every news, activity, people that will unfold in your destiny. There are so many. You cannot recount them, ladies and gentlemen. But the Bible says in verse 6, sacrifice and offering you did not desire. My ears you have opened. Burnt offering and sin offering you did not require. Then I said, behold, I come in the scroll of the books. It is written of me. I delight to do your will, O my God, and your law is within me. Hallelujah. It says there's a book written. You see the same thing repeated in the book of Hebrews chapter 10. It says there's a book written, and there's a book written of me. In other words, there's a path created for me. It is just unique to you, ladies and gentlemen. And guess what? Even twins, twins don't, they don't have identical path. They could be identical twins, but I can tell you they no two twin or no twin rather has identical path. Every individual is, individual is unique in his own way, in his own path. Hallelujah. I have a, I have a set of um, senior friends and they are twins, very, very identical twins. And one of them works with, um, I think, um, is it United Nations or something? The other one works with, um, is, is a pastor, is a minister of the gospel. He was a lecturer, but he's a minister of the gospel. Identical twins. You, you will mix them up when you see them. All right. But the truth is this. They could be identical, have every other thing, but everything about them and their path 
is very, very different. Hallelujah. So I need you to understand, please, there's another path that is ordained for you. Number two point I need you to understand is the fact that it is, this path is what you want to call your time. Okay. It is your time in life. So there is a path. Now, if there's a path, it simply means there's a, there's a time you start and there's a time it will end. So it simply means that there is a, that path is talking about time, that you have a time on earth. Now, what is time? Time is simply interruption in eternity. So what God did was just to take a bit of eternity and put a start and a finish to it. And that's what time is all about. And you will know that God doesn't live in time. So you are an eternal being. You're yourself, you, you're an eternal being. Your spirit man has no end. Since the day you were formed, you will never die. Okay, you will never, you will never cease to exist. You continue to exist. However, the God now puts that eternal being into a timed body. Okay, and that's where we have the conflict. So though we are eternal, but we are in a timed body. Now, in other words, ladies and gentlemen, you being in a timed body is without what creates a path. It simply means you have a beginning, which is the day you were conceived, and you have an end, the day you will die. So the Bible says here, it says that there is the path of the just is like unto a light, shines bright and bright unto the perfect day. The perfect day is not a day of um, manifestation of the breakthrough, or when when the glory will show up, or when you have the testimony to testify. The long-awaited prayer point finally had been answered, and God is now giving you... Um, giving your testimony. Oh no, he said that. He didn't say a perfect day. He said the perfect day. All of us have the perfect day. The perfect day is when everything about your path in the culmination of time comes to an end. It is determined for everyone. I don't care. With, haven't you noticed, ladies and gentlemen, that Jesus died for everything, but he did not die for physical death. All right. Everyone will die physically because you are not supposed to remain in this in time forever. You are an eternal creation that is kept in a timed body. And ladies and gentlemen, that body is timed. So from the day you were born, the, the clock of your path started, started ticking, ladies and gentlemen, and it kept ticking and it's still ticking, ladies and gentlemen. So your existence in time is simply you running against death. So it is your race against death. It is your race against the end of what you call time or the end of what you call your path. Hallelujah. So because it is in time, it has a start and a finish. Let me take it further. Number three, that it is, the Bible also says that this path is like unto a light. It shines brighter and brighter. So ladies and gentlemen, you can be very sure. It didn't say it goes dimmer and dimmer. So that is not an end. It actually, when you're approaching, when you're approaching the end of that path, ladies and gentlemen, when you're approaching, what you are, what's simply happening is that you are going brighter and brighter. So the older you get, the further you walk in God, the deeper you stay with Him, you, the brighter and brighter you become. That tells me, ladies and gentlemen, your future is so bright. Guess what? If you are bright today, guess what? Something else you've not seen. There's another intensity of light and glory that is about to show forth in your life. It's called brighter and brighter. It didn't stop. It says the path of the just like country light shines brighter and brighter onto a perfect day. Let me, let me paraphrase and add mine. It shines brighter and brighter and brighter still and brighter still still and brighter and much more brighter still and greater brighter, brighter, brighter still. It keeps getting better, ladies and gentlemen. Doesn't mean you are not going to have challenges tomorrow. Oh no. Each one is actually part of the brightness of the light. Hallelujah. I hope you understand what I'm saying this morning. So please, you ought to know because 
It is progressive in nature and it is iterative. It is going to get progressively brighter. It's not progressively dimmer. Don't be afraid of tomorrow. Be assured what the Bible says is brighter and brighter onto the perfect day, the past. In other words, yesterday was good. Today is better. Tomorrow is going to be the best. And when you get to tomorrow, which becomes today, you are going to have a better tomorrow. I pray for you in the name of Jesus. You will never have a better yesterday in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. And so because it is within the frame of time, this path is going to end. There is something called the perfect day. The perfect day there is the day of death where you get separated. Your, you that is an eternal being, you get expunged. You, de you detach yourself from your timed body. Then you live in a time when there's no time. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Don't, don't please, I need you to understand this. You are an eternal being. You are an eternal being. You are an eternal being. Don't forget that very quickly. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, let me say this, ladies and gentlemen. There is a beginning and an end to it, to this path. Your path has a start. I told you it started from the day you were conceived in the womb. That's why abortion is wrong. Hallelujah. Then you keep getting brighter and brighter. Even the days of your trouble is just to get you brighter and brighter. Days of your joy, brighter and brighter. Hallelujah. And that's why you have to be mindful. People around you that are not bringing more um, better brightness into your life, you should let them go. You should, you should come out of this this season, a different person in your thoughts, in your mind, in the way you assess things and, and in the way you process things in God and in your intellect, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And so because it is a um, perfect day, it has an end, it is iterative, it keeps changing. So along your path, change is a constant. That's why it is not bright. It is brighter and brighter. Change is a constant to this, your path. And guess what, ladies and gentlemen, your path is unique to you. It's possible for you to live in someone else's path. In other words, fulfill someone else's purpose. It is possible for you to, um, to, um, travel on someone else's path. But you see, there's already, people ask me, how do I know my purpose? How do I know my path? I say, you already have it. There's something inside of you calling for something. Just listen to it. That is all. Okay. You don't need revelation. You don't need revelation. all those things will confirm the truth of where you are going and who you are is already in you and it's talking to you. Just try and listen to it in the name of Jesus. Please let me explain this. God is solely responsible. Please take this down. Don't forget. I said your path has a beginning and an ending. God is solely responsible for taking care of you and and being in charge of the beginning of your path. In other words, the start, your conception, um, and you growing until you're able to make your own personal choices. God is totally responsible for that one. That one, he has it covered under the authority of his own name. Hallelujah. But from the moment when you begin to make your choices yourself consciously, ladies and gentlemen, some call it the age of accountability. I don't know what to call it. But I know that God, you are responsible. God is responsible for the beginning of that path, uh, the journey on that path. But at some point when you your own will, your ability to make choices kicks in, then from there, um, you are responsible um, for what happens from there. And that's where a lot of us miss it. Please, I think that again. You are responsible for what happens from the moment when your ability to make choices kicks in. Very, very, very important. Let me put it this way. Um, 
I had an inspiration one day and I think I wrote it down. I said, grace will, grace is responsible to bringing you into relationship with God. But grace will not help you grow in relationship with God. That's the truth. Grace is responsible for bringing you in. But how far you go with God is not, is right in your hands. It's not with grace. Hallelujah. I say that again. Grace is responsible to bringing you into relationship with God. But how far you go in that relationship with God is if is right in your hands. Okay? Grace is not responsible for that. Okay? It takes you wanting to know God to know Him. Grace will not force you to know God. But grace will bring you into relationship with God. Hallelujah. There are three, three quite a number of lies that go that the devil tells us um and, and about about life itself, about our relationship with God. I'm gonna try and debunk some of them today. That so because we are talking about time, don't forget we're talking about your path. You have wired to thrive. That's the topic for today. Because we're talking of time, ladies and gentlemen, we have to talk about the three phases of time. Three phases of time. Number one is what you call your past. Now, because you are in, in time and you're on a path and you're on a journey, it simply means you're going to have a past and you're going to have a present and you're going to have a future. I'm going to explain these three phases. Then I'll tell you what's on your path. Then we'll pray. But listen carefully, ladies and gentlemen, your past is very, very interesting. Your past is activities, things that have gone behind you, things that are um, that you can't change. The truth is this. Number one characteristic of your past is the fact that your past is dead. There is absolutely nothing you can do about your past. I take that again. There is absolutely nothing you can do about your past. All right? You can correct things, but you can't change the fact that they had happened. You can correct things. Correction simply means you did the exam and you didn't do well. That's why you go back to make corrections. All right. That's why we make corrections. But the fact that you, you cannot go back, you can, you can, you can go and write that exam a first time again after failing it. That's the truth about your past. So please understand this. Your past is dead. Number one, your past is dead. Somebody say with me, my past is dead. Okay. My past is dead. Let, I want you to notice that Satan is an expert of your past. He is a master. He has a PhD in analyzing your past. He doesn't know how to analyze the future because he lives in darkness. He has no knowledge of where you're going. Don't forget the path of the just is like unto a light. It shines brighter and brighter. And what light does is this. Wherever the light shines in darkness, darkness cannot comprehend. So he has no, he has no understanding of where you're going because where you're going is light. And guess what? If you think he has any clue today, you need to wait for tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow is brighter light. It shines brighter and brighter. He has no understanding of it. Okay? He has no understanding. And that's why the one that is behind you that has to do with death and darkness is the one that he specializes in. The one that is dead. But God is not a God of the dead. He's a God of the living. The living, the living shall praise you as we do this day. Hallelujah. So don't join. So your past is actually the grave. Your past is a tomb. Stop visiting the tomb, ladies and gentlemen. Let me tell you also about your past. Your past is an enemy of your present and an enemy of your future. Your past is an enemy, excuse me, of your present and also an enemy of the future. I will explain that as time goes on, ladies and gentlemen. Um, you can, you can give, you, only you can, because, uh, well, I did say rather, number one, that your past is dead. Oh, you are the only one that can give your past life, not even the devil. The devil cannot give life. Don't forget, he can't give life. You are the only one that have the ability, either God or yourself, and God doesn't do that. You alone are the one that can give your past life. Don't forget your past is dead. Anything your past is dead. 
It can be corrected. It cannot be undone. Okay? Even the sins you are committed, what Jesus did was, that's why Jesus had to die from the foundations of the earth before you even did anything wrong. <laughs> okay? That's another story for another day. But I need you to understand the fact that your past is dead. Okay? All you have in your past is darkness. Guess what? I'm not just talking of your mistakes. I'm not just talking of your errors. I'm not just talking of the things you did wrong. I'm talking of your successes. Alright? One of the reasons why a lot of people can't thrive and can't do better is because they don't aspire to more things in life. Don't forget, this part is iterative. Change is constant and it is brighter and brighter. Hashtag brighter and brighter. So you are wired to thrive brighter and brighter. You are wired to go from glory to glory. It has to be brighter and brighter. Hallelujah. So only you can give your dead past life. How do you do that? Sometimes by sitting in the seat of regrets. Huh? And all you do is just talk about the things you used to do wrong. That is not godly. That is not godly, ladies and gentlemen. Don't allow human, your human weaknesses disqualify you from what God says you are qualified for. Okay? God, God, see, let me, I, I think, God, 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 when He created us, um, um, the Bible says, sorry, I can't remember the chapter and verse now. He says, I know that He's flesh. Okay? And I know His frailties. So God, God knows you. He knows you. All he wants is that you desire to want him. Okay? Leave the rest to him. Okay? That's why Jesus died. You cannot please God in your flesh. You cannot please God by the things you do. Okay? But when he brings you into relationship, he now gives you a platform to express yourself. So whatever you now do for him, do in relationship, becomes acceptable to him. But you cannot come into relationship and not do anything also. That's wrong. Another day we'll talk about that. But please, it's important for you to know. Your past is dead. Your past is an enemy of your today and your tomorrow. And only you can give that dead past life. All right? When you keep talking about, oh, how we used to eat. Can you, I mean, can you imagine? They came out of Egypt. Children of Israel. And all they think about is how we used to eat onions and garlic. Can you, please, onions. Are, I wouldn't know about you, but have you eaten garlic? <laughs> onions and garlic. They were comparing onion and garlic to beautiful wafers. Bible says it was like coriander oil, the food of angels. They were, they say, they were, what's this thing called manna? Say, we'd rather have in Egypt, we're eating onions, garlic, cucumber. Cucumber is 90% water. That's all they said they were having. And God will now give me the food of angels. You're dead. Your past is dead. Forget the successes. Forget the failures, ladies and gentlemen. Okay? Forget the failures. God doesn't see men the way we see him. In fact, a lot of times, the reason why most of us, because every one of us have failed God at one different time. And the reason why God is, is quick to pardon us is because he sees a brighter future. Though he knows the end from the beginning. He knows where you're going. Hallelujah. Very praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, the past for you, for you, 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 Only you, like I said, can give life to what the, what your past is telling you. I'm trying to see my notes here. Um, just want to make sure I don't miss out any points. Now, whatever you give life to, okay? Each, sorry, let me put it this way. Only you can give life to what God has declared dead. Remember what's in the book of Genesis and chapter number 2. The Bible says, um, verse 17, God told man, man, when... Um, Eat every tree, don't eat this tree. You eat of it, you die. Now, death itself was created dead. Dead had no life. And the power of life for death was only with man. So you are the only one, not even the devil. So when the devil comes trying to bring 
into your memory and condemn you things you've done wrong in time past. Just tell him that that is, that is dead. That is why the Bible says the person in Christ is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, not some. All things are becoming new. Hallelujah. Can somebody celebrate God in his heart and just raise your hand and say, thank you, Lord Jesus, for loving me the way you do. Hallelujah. Please make sure you understand this. It's very important. Don't allow the enemy mess you up again. It is dead. The past is dead. Your self, yesterday's success, please, it is dead. Yesterday's success is dead. Yesterday's failures, dead. Everything about yesterday, you are the only one that can give it life. And that's why Paul said, this one thing I do. I forget the things gone behind me. I press towards the mark for the price of the high calling. There's a high calling in front of you. This one is calling. There's a high calling and there's a higher calling. Don't forget this part is iterative. shines brighter and brighter onto a perfect day. Number two, let's go to the second phase of time. Second phase of time is called your present. Don't forget we're talking about you being wired. You are wired to thrive. You are wired to thrive, ladies and gentlemen. Second phase is your present. Now, number one, your present is an opportunity. Your present is always an opportunity. Okay? An opportunity. If you've mastered the act of keeping the past dead, ladies and gentlemen, you will be able to see opportunities. It's not possible for you to be driving and all you are looking at is your um, rear mirror. Okay? You are driving and you, 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 you will crash. And that's what a lot of people do. You just keep staring at the rear mirror, looking behind you, and the past is dead. Hallelujah. And the more you look at death, uh, the less life you have. But when you look ahead, you see life, and the more life you have, to the glory of God. Now, your present, which is your today, which is, don't forget, you will live in an eternal present. That's why you are, you are an eternal being, an eternal present. That's where you live in. Okay? Bible says, the path of the just is like unto a light, shines brighter, and brighter onto the perfect day. So your today is bright. Excuse me. Your today is bright. Tomorrow is going to be brighter. Next tomorrow is going to be brighter. Okay. So today is an opportunity. An opportunity for you to cooperate with God's plan. Hallelujah. There are two ways you can cooperate with God's plan. Let me just mention two. Today is an opportunity, number one, to cooperate with the plan of God. What is the plan of God? The plan of God is the path he puts you on. Today is an opportunity. Forget, I, I know you made mistakes yesterday, last week. I know you made mistakes 10 years ago. I know you, probably some few hours ago. It's dead. All right? It is dead. If you need to repent, tell the Lord you're sorry, repent, and walk away from it. And as long as you're looking at life, life will come into you. Hallelujah. But ladies and gentlemen, today is an opportunity to cooperate with the person who ordained your path, who ordained your, 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 your path, what did your destiny? Why a lot of people fail is because you try to navigate the plan without consulting the person who wrote the plan. Let's consult God. And that's why we fast and pray. So how can I cooperate with God today? How can I cooperate with the person who ordered my path? Number one is through fasting and prayer. Fasting and prayer is for fellowship, is for communion, um, is also an act of self-discipline. It's also a way of getting God to give you direction. God gives you direction, Okay direction through fasting and prayer and i gather that you guys will be fasting very soon please use this it is your present okay it's for you to be able to get some information from the person who wrote your part what did your part lord should i i'm about hitting a, a bend should i turn right or left or should i keep going ahead or straight okay and you want to be sure sometimes that lord i'm on the path or rather i'm running as fast as don't forget your whole existence is a race against time you are racing against death 
Okay, you want to do as much as you can, get um, fulfilled as much as you can, and empty yourself of every grace you are carrying before death shows up. Because it will show up. And only the Lord has, that has determined our path knows when our path will end. Hallelujah. I pray and I desire that every one of us will grow old. But ladies and gentlemen, truthfully, it's out of our control. All right, so long you don't take your own life yourself. But if you found your path, you will find joy in existence and joy in living. And you'll not be afraid to die when it's time to die. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So your, your, it's, today is an opportunity for you to cooperate with God in, in for, for direction, through fasting and prayer. Number two also is a way for you to get direction from God um, by obedience, rather. It's for you to cooperate with God in, by way of obedience. You obeying God is what will keep you on the path. Obedience shall lead you in the way. That's what the Bible says. And the Bible says obedience is better than sacrifice. First, first, um, first Samuel chapter number 25. And it says obedience is better than sacrifice. And the fattening of rams um, and, and to hacking than the fattening of rams. In other words, God loves it when you just obey him. Obedience will keep you in the path. You cannot live in obedience and miss your path. I tell you the truth. It is not possible. I have no scriptural basis for that. You cannot walk with God in obedience and miss your path. It is not possible. Hallelujah. So you can today is an opportunity for you to cooperate with God. Make up your mind. I'm going to cooperate with the person who ordered my path. And as long as the Bible says, Paul said, Be ye followers of me as I am of Christ. As long as we are followers of Christ, ladies and gentlemen, He's the one who wrote your path. You cannot, you can't take a wrong turn. Just looking onto Jesus, author and finisher of our faith. God says, sit down, sit down. God says, don't do it, don't do it. God says, no motive, no motive. Whatever he tells you to do, please just do it. And guess what? Because your path is unique and different from that of your friend, don't try to do what your friend does. What is permissible for his own path might not be permissible for your own path. Okay, don't forget I talked about the Elijah and Solomon. Very, very important. Please, very, very important. Now, um, number two. It's also an opportunity for you to present is an opportunity for you to prioritize. Please don't, 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 don't allow people, um, um, they float on feelings. A lot of believers float on feelings. You know, when you just, all you just do is follow your feeling, your senses, what you feel, what you think. You float on feelings. Um, I remember, I mean, if, I don't know whether you've been to, there's a place called um, the Space Center here in Texas, it's in Houston. I've been there and I saw an astronaut's um, um, gear and brethren, <laughs> that stuff is heavy. So I was wondering how, why would anyone put this on? Then they were educating us, obviously, from the little science I knew was because of gravity. Because the truth is this, when you're in space, uh, when you're in space, you float. You just float. There's nothing to pull you to the center. Okay? Pulling you to the center is gravity. So there is what you call a lot of... Um, um, moral floating, moral, there, there is nothing to pull you into moral gravity. There's a lack of moral gravity. Thank you, Lord. There's a lack of moral gravity. Okay. Moral gravity is something to pull you to the center. Okay. When you just live your life floating on emotions, ladies and gentlemen, you are going to end up in someone else's path or you stop living life. And that's why you see a lot of Christians kill themselves or commit suicide is because they are not on their path. And there's no fulfillment for them. Your own fulfillment is on your path. You will find joy and fulfillment doing what God created you to do. Because, see, you don't teach a fish how to swim. You, you never see birds go for flying lessons. It is not possible. It's wired to do it. 
You know, you don't need to teach Adam how to walk. He's wired to walk. You don't need to teach him anything or give him tools. He's wired to do it. Everything that you need for life is inside of you. It comes to you naturally. You don't struggle with it. Hallelujah. You don't struggle. I struggle to do a lot of things, but not to preach, ladies and gentlemen. I love my Bible. I, I don't, I don't, I don't struggle to spend time with God. I love, I love it because that's what I'm called to do. There's something you're called to do, ladies and gentlemen. Begin to, don't, don't float on emotions. Uh, prioritize. Dedicate your life to your course. Dedicate your life to your path. What has God called you to do? Has He called you to be a doc? Be the best around. Dedicate your life to it. Change someone's life. Save someone's life. Redirect someone's life. Let, let's let everything about you, let it speak fully into what God wants for your life. All right? Please stop floating on emotions. Gravity. All right? Let there be moral gravity. Let there be something they'll be able to tell you, mm, you are floating again and wear your suits. Put on the whole armor of God. Uh, the astronaut suits is actually our own armor of God. It, it, it gives you weight. It doesn't allow you to float in space. It gives you gravity. Then you'll be able to direct yourself in the name of Jesus. What, you, what happens in space is if there's, you're not wearing anything heavy, you float. You just keep going endlessly. Your life cannot be a city without walls. You are a person that prioritizes. You control. Spend less time on things that do not help your journey. Spend less time on things that do not add to you, ladies and gentlemen. Hallelujah. Finally, and I need you also to understand one thing before I go to the last part of it, is the fact that Satan deceives Christians. These days, a lot of Christians have been deceived. Satan deceives them, and one of them just give you two things um, he says. Number one is, is the fact that you have time. It keeps making, you know, especially when you're young. In a couple of days, I will be 50. And brethren, I'm telling you the truth. I remember the day I used to play with sand with my friends on the streets. I remember my days of primary school, elementary school, kindergarten. I'm telling you the truth. <laughs> you know, the playground, the things we do in the playground, on the play playground. Still remember it's so fresh. When, I, I can remember some years back, he hears someone is 50, you're wondering, mm, that guy is close to death. He's almost gone. But ladies and gentlemen, before you know it, it is here. <laughs> All right? Now, the truth is this. Your life, you, they, Satan keeps telling us or keeps making people deceive. It keeps deceiving people and giving them an impression. You have a lot of time. You don't. You don't have time. Don't forget you are living in time and you are racing against death. And Satan, because he doesn't want... A lot of people will get to heaven if they get to heaven and they will cry. Some people will not... It's not everyone that will be happy in heaven. Let me tell you that. Some people will be sad. The Bible says you wipe away their tears. Some people will cry because you will find that they've, been, they've just been living life. They didn't fulfill their path. They went on another path. They were not, for the reason for which God deployed them, they, are, they are, was never fulfilled. They will now see what they could do, what they could have done, and they didn't do. And they will cry. I pray that will not be your portion in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And number two thing, Satan deceives people. He says, yeah, well, you have no choice in making in the direction of your life. That's another lie. The first lie is that you have all the time. Don't worry. Rock now. Do this thing. If you've not given out to Jesus, you don't have all the time. I tell you. I've seen young die. I've seen old die. I've seen people die. Death is suddenly... No, I mean, you can't see death. All right? And you can avoid it. Okay? If it's not time, it's not time. When it's time, there's nothing you can do about it. Hallelujah. 
Praise the Lord. But you are not going to die yet. You're going to live long because you still have a lot ahead of you. But ladies and gentlemen, don't listen to the lie of the devil. You don't have all the time. You do not have all the time. Number two, another lie he says is that you don't have a past to play in directing your life. I told you, the beginning of it, God is in charge. From the day your own will kicks in, your ability to make choices, you are responsible. You are responsible. It is your choice. So don't say, well, my destiny is already formed. I have nothing to do with it. That's a bloody lie. Everything about you is already done. It's for you to finish and work in it. Hallelujah. Let me quickly go to number three. The third phase of existence is called the future. First phase of time, rather. It's called the future. Talked about your past, your present, now the future. Your future, let me say three things I'll say about your future. Your future was finished before you were conceived. Okay, so your future is not ahead of you. I take that again. Your future was completed, put in you when you were born. I, I, I will have shown you an egg. What you see in an egg is, that is a chicken. <laughs> the totality of the egg is the chicken. Okay, the egg, the totality of it is the chicken. Why you have the egg is because of the chicken. Okay, and the chicken will grow, hash, and and also hash other eggs and lay eggs rather and hash them. And at the end of the day, we are going to have more. And that's the cycle of life. So please, it is not the life of that. That chicken is not about to happen. The chicken is in the egg. Everything about your future is not ahead of you. It's inside of you. Everything. When I mean everything, please underline what everything. So your future is not going to happen. Your future is unfolding. All right. And because it is inside of you, your decisions and what you do has a lot to do with it. What your decisions and what you do has a lot to do with it. Don't forget it is inside of you. It is not with your dad. It is not with your mom. It's not with your anybody. Okay. It is inside of you. It is going to thrive or die based on your choices. All right. And based on your understanding. Obviously, your understanding will help your choices. Hallelujah. So your, your what you call your future is actually a past with God. It is gone it, because it was done before you ever came anyway. Hallelujah. Number two, I need to understand that it is fully in you, but it can only be completed in Christ. Your future is, is fully in you, but the Bible says we are completing him. Who is the head of all principalities and powers? You cannot make your future happen on your own, ladies and gentlemen. It is only complete in Christ Jesus. And that's why we spend time to fast, pray, and love Jesus and know him because that's where our completion is. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Finally, number four, three. Let me put it this way. To explain the three phases of time. We live in the present. Okay? We carry our future inside of us. In other words, I live in the present, I carry my future, but I have left my past. So, please take note. I live in the present, I carry my future, but I have left my past. Make sure you leave your past. Quickly, as I round up, I'm going to tell you what's on your path. Very quickly, please write this down. Open your Bible with me to the book of Romans. Romans and chapter number 8 as we close and wind down on this. I hope you've been so blessed today. Romans chapter number 8. I'll read verses verses 28 to verse 39. Romans 8, 39. Now please, what are the things on your path? And I'm going to tell you quickly what to do with those things on your path. Number one thing on your path is work. There is a task for you to fulfill. 
God deployed you here to do something for him. All right? There's some human being, there's some aspect of humanity that is expecting you. What God is putting you is what we need. And no, I can't do it. No other person can do it. Anointing doesn't give it out. It's God that gives it out by virtue of destiny. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. It is important. I can't get you by anointing. All right? God can make me walk in it briefly, but it's not my path. It is not my path. It's our destinies were chosen by us, designed by God and given to us before you showed up. All right? So please, let's walk in your path. Don't sit down and be lazy. Laziness is a bad thing. The God we serve is a walking God. From the day one, when he was making me, when he made us, when he created the earth, He's, he walked, okay, and he created us to walk. Please don't be lazy. Don't sit down and expect grace to cover up where your efforts should be speaking. All right, be diligent what you're doing. Okay, discipline yourself. Be diligent what you're doing. Very, very important. You have responsibilities. Work is responsibility. You have a responsibility, a duty to whatever you're doing. Another day we'll talk about your work and your job. Number two, what's on your path? Joy is on your path. Ladies and gentlemen, the path of the just is like country, like shines brighter. There's joy in your path, ladies and gentlemen. There are still celebrations ahead. There are still joy ahead. There's testimony ahead, ladies and gentlemen. God is still going to flabber. You are going to be so flabbergasted. God is going to surprise you so pleasantly. You will not, you will dance without music in the name of Jesus Christ. Before this year runs out, this same year that has been very challenging, you are going to hit, you are going to hit the wall of surprise. Hallelujah. And that wall will become a great door of joy. You now know it was never a wall in the first place. It was a door of opportunity. Hallelujah. Joy is hitting your life. Number three, what is on this path? Pain. Pain is also on this path. If I don't tell you this, it will be balanced. It's the balanced gospel. Pain. What's the pain for? Pain of process. I told you one consistent thing on this path is change. God wants you. Change is a consistent thing. You have to change, be evolving. Okay, different things will be happening. We're moving from glory to glory. Each one is better by pain. For David to be moved from the wilderness to the palace, he will need to go through a Goliath. Hallelujah. Number four, you're going to have people. Different categories of people. People that you will meet for a while. People that you meet for a long while. People that you are going to need for a season. People that you meet for a reason. People that you meet for a lifetime. Alright, just be able to decipher which kind of people you are with. But I pray for you, you not know, meet people that will derail you from your path in Jesus' name. Finally, your this path also is the devil. But I have good news for you. As I read Romans chapter number eight, what does the devil try to do? He tries to hinder us. He tries to get us off our path. But here, with joy, I don't know about you. I have so much joy in my heart this morning as I speak. I read the scripture. Romans 8. And on this note, I'm going to stop. Romans 8, verse 28. The Bible says all the way to verse 39. And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are the called according to his purpose. All things work together for good. Guess what? All these idiosyncrasies of the devil, every lie, every pity you throw in your way, God has, <laughs> God has planned them along with your journey. He had made ways of escape before they ever showed up. That's the beauty of God. God is all-knowing. Satan is not. So he does not even know what God knows and God has known what he had, what he would do before he knew what he was going to do. I take that again. God knew what Satan would do before Satan knew what he would do. In other words, before Satan himself knew what Satan wants to do, God has known what Satan would do before Satan knew what he would do. Hallelujah. So God has added all that. He's made a way of escape. So don't be afraid, ladies and gentlemen. Throw it away. All those idiosyncrasies, all those foolishness, madness, in quote, wickedness, you want to throw in your way. God has 
Plan them, all working together for your good, according to his purpose. For whom he first knew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, whom he predestined, this he also called, whom he called, this he also justified, and whom he justified, this he also glorified. What shall we say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? I am wired, I am wired to succeed, wired to thrive. He who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up to us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Who shall bring a charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who is he who condemns? It is Christ who died. And furthermore is also reason. Who is even at the right hand of God? Who also makes intercession for us? Hallelujah. Jesus is praying for you. You are wired to thrive. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword as it is written. For your sake we are killed all, all day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Yet in all these things we are more than conqueror. Woo! Through him who loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor heights, nor, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ our Lord. Hallelujah. You are wired to try, ladies and gentlemen. See, all the things you're going through is not going to last for too long. Don't forget, change is a constant. On that path, there's joy. On that path, there's work. There's responsibility. On that path, ladies and gentlemen, God will send you people. People that will help you. People that will hate you. Help us. That will, that will channel your cause. Help us. That will advance your cause. I pray for you today in the name of Jesus that the peace of God that passes all understanding will allay every fear in your heart. The peace of God that passes all understanding will reassure your heart of who you are, your identity in Christ Jesus, that you are wired, wired to thrive to the glory of God. Blessed be the name of the Lord. If you don't know Jesus, I would like to pray with you. And if you want to give your heart to Jesus today, because you know you have a path and that path is not complete outside of Jesus Christ, you can just type PKI step forward. Say, I want to give my heart to Jesus. Just type, I step forward. Or you want to, you've, you've lost fellowship with God because you've, you've not had the opportunity to fellowship with the brethren. You've been struggling and you've been falling into sin and out of sin. Just type, I step forward. And I'm going to pray with you. Father, everyone that has typed, I step forward. Lord God Almighty, we receive forgiveness in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. That Father Jesus will come into their heart and be their Lord and Savior. Come and say with me in your heart, in the name of Jesus, rather say with me with your mouth, in the name of Jesus, I receive the forgiveness as on Calvary Street. I receive Jesus into my heart. He's my Lord, he's my Savior. In the name of Jesus, sin has no power over me. I'm free from the bondage of sin in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Thanks again for listening. To hear more messages like this one, make sure you subscribe to our podcast channel. If you want to be a blessing to others, share the message. To stay connected, download our app and follow us on Instagram at Lighthouse Church Ottawa. We love you.